Welcome to All Bodies on Bikes, the podcast, where all bodies are good bodies, all bikes are good bikes, and all rides should be celebrated. All Bodies on Bikes is a movement to create and foster a size-inclusive bike community. So join your hosts. I'm Maggie. And I'm Marley. As we explore the complexities of the biking world, help us break down barriers and create the world that we want to see. And don't forget that all bodies really means all bodies, not just larger bodies, but bodies of all sizes, ages, races, abilities, genders, sexualities, and beyond. Come along for the ride. Good morning, Maggie. Good morning, Marley. Is it we're, doing the thing? It is doing the thing. And Look we're on us. camera for the first time. What we're going to try crap. and make this a YouTube thing. We'll see if I actually follow through with it. <laughs> that's really, that's the challenge. Like, that, mm -hmm. I have the talent, I have the skill, but I... It's the time. No, the time is there. It just gets dedicated to other things. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, you I know? have so many hours of footage from everything that has never made it onto the internet. Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes I think about it like when I die, somebody will go through my things. <laughs> anyway, welcome to the podcast. Yeah. Uh, I recently read something on Twitter that was like, if you're a podcast host, you should be inter not interviewing yourself, <laughs> introducing yourself. Okay, yes. At every show. Yeah. Because for new listeners. I was like, oh, that's really smart. Rad. I hope those sirens aren't coming there. We're we're in a new location. Yeah. And we're together. We are. Normally we're in person and yeah. out in the woods. And so there will be other sounds, but that'll make it fun. Yeah. Normally we record from the comfort of our own homes. Yeah. But this is actually a lot more comfortable. It is. Can it we is do every podcast here? I'll just every Monday drive to Arkansas and we'll record. I like this plan. Can we alternate? Can you come like? Yeah. Okay. We'll do that. Yeah. Then. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, welcome to the <laughs> to the All Bodies on Bikes podcast. Yeah. Uh, where all bodies are good bodies. All bikes are good bikes. And all rides should be celebrated. Yes, they should. Uh, I'm Marley Blonsky. I am the co-founder of All Bodies on Bikes and the co-host of this podcast. And I am Maggie Lowe, and I am just the co-host of this podcast. That's not true. You're one of our chapter leaders. Oh, I'm also a chapter leader and apparently not awake today. Um, <laughs> we yeah. had quite the weekend, which is it's... actually the the subject of our conversation today yeah. um and we're going to get into some of the exciting news from all bodies on bikes yeah. we're gonna talk about some of the background i'm finally going to talk to you guys about why i hate party pace yes i know that's been teased in the trailer People for like want to know wants not yeah seriously i have a friend reed I'm calling you out reed because he's told us he's listened to every single episode and we're the only yeah. podcast he listens to every episode and um he keeps listening because he wants to know why I hate the term party pace. Well, then if we tell him, is he going to stop listening? Probably. Okay. Well, then nope. Don't stop gonna, listening. We're not going to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> no, we are going to talk about it because I think it's important. Oh, okay. All right. Reed just can't listen to it because we have, he has to keep coming back. Yeah. He's All in right. Finland. Oh, okay. Cool. So actually it's funny. He shows up like because he's in Finland and there's not a whole lot of other listeners there. It like actually shows up on the charts of like. You're the number 10 outdoors podcast in Finland. Fantastic. I wonder how frequently you're listening, but uh, we love you. <laughs> Actually, we just hit, I don't remember if it was 5,000 or 10,000 downloads. Heck yeah. But we hit a lot of downloads. So thank you all yes. so much. Yes. Holy Thanks cow. So much for letting us talk to you. Yeah. In separate rooms. But today we're together. So why are we together, Maggie? We are together because uh, you let us start some chapters of your 
fantastic program across the country. And so we got a bunch of crazy people together in Bentonville. Yeah. And uh, learned how to be the best representatives of all bodies on bikes that we can be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to rephrase that a little bit. I didn't okay. let you be chapter leaders. We're... So one of the things that we got requested the most as we were starting up All Bodies on Bikes was when are you going to come to my town and lead rides? And I travel a lot, like probably yeah. more than I would like to. I mean, yeah. I love travel, but um, my dogs are getting old and I want to spend as much time with them as possible. Anyway, every time I travel, I try and host a group ride. Right. Um, but that gets exhausting. Um, sure. Yes. <laughs> and fair. when I go to these towns, I often don't know the route obviously, because I don't live there. Yeah. So there's just a lot of coordination, a lot of um, trust that I have to put in other people that they're going to develop a route that is appropriate for an all bodies on bikes ride. Um, so as Kaylee Kornhauser and I were kind of building out our vision, uh, we thought, you know, nothing that we're doing is inherently that special, but we are very protective of a couple elements of it. Sure. And so as all bodies on bikes expands, we wanted to create not a uniform experience because every community is different, their needs are different, but a couple like really key tenants of our program. Yeah. Um, and so we selected 10 locations initially. I think we're at 11 now because we, people moved, things right. shifted, et cetera. We might actually be at 12. Um, we'll go through the list in a minute. Okay. But um, we, uh, you know, did applications and then we picked some folks who turned out to be probably the best group of folks I could imagine this being with. Freaking amazing. Um, and we, over the past couple months, have been, you know, slowly ramping up and done a few All Bodies on Bikes rides in Denver. You've done some in Charlotte, yep. Chicago, Western Massachusetts. But we all got together in Arkansas this weekend and um, basically did a retreat yep. where we did some classroom learning. We did a lot of on-the-bike learning, which was really fun, and yes, we'll talk was. about that. Um, and then we did a community ride and celebration. Yeah. Um, and private concerts every night, you know, cause you got to have that. Yeah. yeah. And actually stick around to the end of the episode. Um, we've got some audio of Maggie, yep. my co-host. That's me. Um, they wrote a song for our chapter leaders and yeah. I got, I hope it's good audio. We'll find out. Uh, but stick around till the end of the episode to hear yeah. that incredibly special song. Heck yeah. Yeah. So I guess Maggie, what were you thinking coming into this weekend? Oh man. Uh, to be entirely honest with you, coming into this weekend, I was thinking, I really don't want to <laughs> uh, sit around and just talk and learn a bunch of stuff. But uh, I knew, right? Just <laughs> surprised. That is not where you saw that answer going, is it? No! You're welcome. Um, but I knew that the the people being around the people would be really good for my mental and emotional health and that once i got plugged into that all the rest of it would change so um i came into the weekend looking looking for the humans and the humans were amazing and we'll talk about that incessantly i'm sure um but just wanting to to be a better representative of the brand that sounds fancy uh, but also just understand a little bit more about what i'm doing yeah. When I'm out trying to guide people on bike rides or uh, one thing I've had happen a lot since all of this started is people that I know just walking up to me and being like, I want a bike and just kind of chatting through that with them. And uh, I've got a couple shops near me that I'll always send people to, but also I like knowing good questions to ask them to kind of figure out what they're looking for and be able to send them in the right direction. Well, let's, so. let's model that real quick. Okay. So I'm curious how this would go. So let's pretend that I'm like, you know, a random friend who yeah. 
has heard the podcast, seen what you're doing. Um, Maggie, I, I know that you're really into bicycles. I haven't ridden since I was a kid. Um, what kind of bike should I get? Yeah. Um, well, Wellie, that's great. I'm so excited that you're getting ready to get into bicycling. Uh, I love that I'm making Maggie role play this. We did not talk about or practice this. Not at all. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Uh, where do you want to ride mostly? To the grocery store. Okay. Um, probably just like to my friend's houses. Yeah. I don't know. I like saw this really cool bike packing video. Yes. Um, that looks fun, but hard. Right. I don't know. Like, yeah. Maybe a mountain bike. Okay. Is like that overkill? I don't, I, I really just have no idea where to start. Yeah, for sure. My first suggestion, I'm going to tell you like we live in Charlotte, North Carolina. That's perfect. Uh, that's my, where you live. Yeah. Uh, my first suggestion is to go to the Mill Cyclery in okay. Mooresville, North Carolina. Uh, the guy that owns that, I'm just giving straight shout outs at this point. That's perfect. The guy that owns that, his name is Lou. He's fantastic. He's got a good range price wise of bikes. He's got a good range of different styles of bikes and he just wants to get everybody happy outside. So he's going to be able to help you find what you want immediately. Uh, And if he doesn't have it in the store, he'll be able to get it for you. So I can just like walk into a bike shop. That feels so intimidating to me. It does. That's I I wouldn't I wouldn't send you to to anybody, but I would definitely send you to Luke because he's just going to be excited that you're there. If you'd like me to go with you, I'd be more than happy to do that. Um, and when you get there, he was probably going to ask you the same questions. I would suggest just saying mountain bike is great because you can get in a little more rough stuff after yeah. you enjoy riding to the store because you're going to fall That's in love with it. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, you know, you, you go to the store and then you want the rough stuff. Oh, no. Um, but bring another, it back together. Bring, bring it back together. Uh, another suggestion is to um, talk with somebody or look into hybrid bikes, Ooh, I would okay. say, for you. Yeah. For uh, what you're talking about, because we could definitely get you out on a bike packing trip with that. Um, and then you can uh, get more rougher and intenser uh, as you enjoy it, because you're just going to become obsessed with riding bikes. Rad. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, you're excellent at that. Yeah. Um, that's oftentimes a conversation I have with folks, too. Yeah. Um, Thanks. Yeah. I forget what we were talking about. Yeah. Oh, you just kind of got an idea of what you yeah. were what you were doing this weekend. So yeah. I guess to give more context, we had 14 leaders come into town yes. from all across the United States. Yeah. Um, you think we can name all the chapters? Can we? Let's try it. Should we start like geographically from the West Coast to the East Coast? Okay. So Boise. Okay. Boise. Ellen was not able to make it w- w- this weekend, but we do have a chapter in Boise. Right. We've got a chapter in Denver. Uh-huh. Uh, Kansas City. Yep. Eli's in Albuquerque. Albuquerque. Okay. Geography's hard. Yep. Chicago. Yes. Marquette. Yes. Uh, D.C. and New York. Charlotte. Charlotte. And Northwest uh, Arkansas. Massachusetts. Western Massachusetts. Western Massachusetts. Not Boston. <laughs> yes. Did we, we forget anybody? To. I don't think so. I don't think so either. Um, and then the next question that naturally comes is, well, I want to start a chapter in my town. How do right. I do that? Um, more will be coming. Um, I think our hope with this is to make it kind of a cohort model. Um, because as we learned this time, having all the chapter leaders come together, there's so much, um, energy and excitement and the idea sharing. Um, so likely what will happen is sometime next year, we'll open up applications again and do another round of chapters. Um, yeah, I, in other very exciting news. Yes. I was going to say. We're going to start more chapters. Why are we, are we growing? Are we changing? What's happening with we all are on bikes? Really? Officially a nonprofit. Woo! Huzzah! Uh, so I think I've alluded to this a couple times on the podcast and like in interviews. But uh, when Kaylee and I first started this a couple years ago, 
um, we didn't really know what this was going to turn into. We knew we wanted to lead inclusive rides. We knew we wanted uh, the bike world to feel more inclusive to everyone, but we didn't really have a plan. Yeah. And as um, you know, we started doing programming, Steamboat Gravel and chapters, um, we realized like an actual structure for a business makes a lot of sense. Yep. And so we have fully incorporated as a nonprofit. Heck yeah, we have. Uh, which the biggest change means we can actually fundraise. Yep. Um, I have not really been getting paid for this work. Um, I've been doing like influencer stuff and working with brands. And while I love that, um, putting the structure in place will allow me to get a paycheck as the executive director. So then I can do love less for you. influencer stuff, which yeah. is honestly really hard. That seems fair. Yeah. I, I don't want to say I don't love being an influencer because it kind of fell in naturally, but I hate feeling super salesy and I hate the capitalist part of it. Mm -hmm. Um, but I love the brands that I work with, so right. I don't want to nice. dig myself into a hole. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to say that I don't like it. Right. But because I do. I love it, and I'm very grateful. Some some other things would also be great. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So. Well, what was, like, yeah. what was your idea for the weekend? What were you thinking, planning? Uh, so, I, my, kind of like I already said, um, you know, Kaylee and I were super protective of our baby yeah. basically um you know i know that there's lots of other folks who are capable of leading rides but if we're going to put the all bodies on bikes name on it i wanted to make sure that folks show up they're going to have a consistent experience they're going to feel welcome yeah. they're going to feel like they belong and that they have a community so my real purpose for this weekend was um making sure that our chapter leaders understood the vision and the mission and what our you know core guiding principles are um, and then how to apply that to bike rides or bike events. Um, I think one of the exciting things that came out of this weekend was um, all the brainstorming of different events that we could do. You yeah. know, there was talk about zine making workshops and gear swaps and camping trips and pride rides and taking this way beyond just like bike rides. Some bike rides. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because yeah. I mean, I think everybody listening knows, but biking is more than just like actually pedaling a bike. It kind of becomes a lifestyle um, and the community. And so we're really trying to support that. But yeah, my goal was to get everybody together. Um, I kind of had this like secret vision that it was going to be an adult summer camp on bikes. Okay. You crushed that. And it happened. <laughs> um, you know, I was really, really deliberate with the planning of, yeah. you know, this is where we need to be when scheduling and free times, mixing up the fun and the learning and, you know, making sure that we had food for everybody. Like I sometimes forget how much I love event planning. And then a weekend like this happens and mm -hmm. I'm like, ah, oh, just when all the pieces yeah, come so. together. Um, I think one of my favorite parts was Eli from Albuquerque is in a band yeah. and their band is on like a four city tour right now. And they happen to be swinging through this area. And so Eli came to the retreat and did all the learning with us. But then um, Friday night, we stayed at the bike in hotel, which we'll put a link to it. If you're coming through Bentonville, oh my gosh, stay there. It is. And you ride bikes. Even if you don't, it'll make you want to ride bikes. Yep. Freaking phenomenal. I've told every, I've sent so many videos back home of the bike in. Yeah. It's just, everybody. So, they thought of every little thing. There's yeah. a bike wash, there's an outdoor shower, there's a fire pit, there's hammocks. Um, it's yeah. just unreal. It is amazing. Um, anyway, uh, we set up a little concert in the backyard. Yeah. Um, a little concert. It was, a, I mean, the audience was small. Um, and P.S. Thank you, Bike In. I didn't exactly ask for permission on that. Um, but we were done by quiet hours and uh, really, really grateful just for that yeah. space. It's really phenomenal. So, yeah, we did a concert. So I guess the point of this is, like, I planned for 
the key pieces of the puzzle. So, you know, um, talking about how to keep a group safe, practicing the pre-ride talk, like all of those key parts, but then leaving up open enough room for kind of magic to happen on its own. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it did. It did. A lot of magic. So much magic. I'm on like such a, I don't know which chemical, dopamine, serotonin, one of those like feel good chemicals. All of them. Just all the good. I'm on such a high right now. Yeah. Like, just really energized for what's to come and uh kind of the momentum from here yeah yeah all the all the chapters well let's talk about the actual writing okay so let's do that um because we did some writing while we were here doing bike things we did we, thankfully yeah, yeah. Uh, the weather got nice um it was looking a little scary at first mm-hmm. and it's funny so i'm from seattle um i'm used to riding bikes in the rain right but Rain in Bentonville is different than rain in Seattle. Okay. Uh, this weekend it wasn't. Uh, but normally when it rains here in Bentonville, it's like thunderstorms, hard, ah, okay. you know, potential for flash floods. It's not necessarily safe or enjoyable to ride in the rain. Yeah. Whereas in Seattle, it'll just be a constant drizzle. Okay. And so like, yes, you ride in the rain. Yeah. It's just what you do. You're equipped yeah. for it. So I was nervous because I was like, well, if it rains like it does around here, we're going to be stuck inside. <laughs> It didn't. We got a couple sprinkles, but ended up largely being fine. Um, and it's funny. We took some folks mountain biking that had never been mountain biking before. Which was awesome. Yeah. Have they you, crushed it. They, they absolutely crushed it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, yes. At one point, we went to Kohler um, to practice our group ride skills. <laughs> yeah, we did. And uh, Kohler is a, a mountain bike park around here, and it's got a greenway. It's got a coffee shop. It's a really, really magical place. Yes, it is. Um, and we split up into two groups. Like one group was going to practice mountain bike skills and and group ride, what that would be like. And one group was going to practice on the greenway. Yeah. And so I took the mountain bike group because I was like, oh, I know these trails. And uh, I had planned for us to do like a real quick downhill flow trail, yeah. uh, green cross country. And we decided to take a different one. <laughs> and it was not that thing that you just. <laughs> no, it was like four and a half miles long, which isn't that long, but on single track with folks who are not used to riding mountain bikes yeah. it turned into a little bit of type two fun yeah yeah i actually fell okay um because not only was everybody else not prepared <laughs> i was on my gravel bike yeah you know in sandals and my green jumper yep. no chamois no nothing this is just gonna be the flow trails yeah it's gonna be fine uh... i think my other favorite part was like i had everybody's so i made everybody pack lunches because like camp counselor and me right. uh i was like we're gonna yes. get hungry and then they were all on my back. So I was holding everybody's sandwiches hostage. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. The other, because I was in the Greenway group. Yeah. So we were all, uh, I think we ended up, most of us got food at the coffee shop there in the, the center of the trail. But um, <laughs> we were about ready to leave and everybody was like, but we, we haven't eaten yet. <laughs> we don't have, what are we going to do? Oh, no. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. Great. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that was a good learning experience, I think, for all of us. Of yep. Like, you know, it's okay to change your plans mid-ride, but maybe look at the map. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. <laughs> well, it's one of those things for, like, for me personally, I when I go on events like this, like, something has to go wrong so that I know that I did it. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, that was just enough wrong to count, but not enough wrong to mess anything up. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I do feel bad because, like, we did we definitely took folks out of their comfort zone i don't think anybody was ever in any physical danger like it was like a green cross-country trail we walked some sections it was actually a really great opportunity to kind of experience what can go wrong on a ride yeah but i do feel bad because i know folks were hungry (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, uh, yeah. We can we can fix hungry. We can fix hungry, and we did fix hungry. We did. And then we had an amazing community ride. Yes. Um, so when when I was planning this weekend retreat, um, I kind of had this thought of like, well, it'd be cool to do a community all bodies on bikes ride right. as kind of a celebration of the launch of the chapters. And it just so happened that right before that ride, like literally ten minutes before that ride, I got the letter from the IRS. Uh, giving us our official nonprofit destination. So I like scrambled real quickly to get the donate button on the website, um, went to the square, and we had planned to do a seven mile ride. But this was after the mountain bike fun. And I'm just looking around at the leaders, and you all looked so pooped. <laughs> um, we'd been kind of running people ragged all weekend. And I was like, you know what? This seven mile ride is now going to be a three mile ride, and it's going to be great. Yeah. Um, and it was. Yeah, how many folks do you think were there? Uh, I don't know. I'm the worst at guessing numbers. Maybe, maybe 40, 50? Yeah, that'd yeah. be my thought. 40, okay. 50? Yeah. We had an amazing variety of bicycles. It was so cool. We had a tricycle. Yep. We had a recumbent. Yep. We had at least one tall bike. Did I we think have we a had couple? three tall bikes. Okay, all right. We had a couple cargo bikes. Yeah. Some 90s steel, old vintage bikes. Yeah. Um, And honestly, like, I've, I've, I've led a lot of these rides. Um the one this weekend felt truly the most like what I had been dreaming of. Um, awesome. Yeah. You know, we had some folks there um, with intellectual differences. Yep. Uh, and actually it was really cute. I had run into them um, in town a couple of times. It's a couple that rides trikes around and we had chatted a couple different times and I invited into the ride and I was so excited that they showed up. Yeah. And, and they were stoked to be there. And their parents came. Yeah. And I was chatting with Alana's mom. And she was just saying, you know, like, Alana absolutely loves stuff like this. Thank you so much for making her feel included. And it's like, heck, yeah, like, always. And so it was really fun. Yeah. She was on the tricycle up front. Single speed trike, totally killing it. Yeah. Um, and, like, picked up real quickly. So when we're doing these rides, we are very audible. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's Commun the way to say it. I mean, it works. Communication. For sure, yeah. We communicate very uh, repetitively yeah. is how I would say it. Just yeah. make sure everybody's going where they're supposed to and knows where they're going. And... Exactly. So like as we're coming up to yeah. a turn, the leader will yell out right turn and it kind of gets passed through the line. Yeah. Anyway, it was, she loved it. And she was like, I'm helping lead. Can I help again? It's like, yes, we would love to actually help you help us lead. Yeah. Um, so I don't know my, and then we went to the meteor and we had pizza mm -hmm. and it just went better than I could have dreamed. Yeah. 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 We had people that was, it was their first group ride. Um, chapter leaders were on, rented mountain bikes for the most part just cruising through town yeah it really it it was exceptionally inclusive yeah and yeah. the In fact that the we ways. went three and a half miles was perfect and it was a great ride it was still like it's a short enough ride that if folks want to continue riding it's super easy to be like cool let's keep going yeah but for those who don't it's like cool this was a great group ride and i think we had probably 10 folks there if not more that it was their first group ride ever yeah um so i don't know i'm just stoked on it stoked to have brought kind of a different model for what a group ride can look like in Bentonville. Um, I think a lot of the rides around here are fast and hard. Um, and this wasn't. Yeah. Ah, now, I'm just so happy. You, would you say that, uh, on our ride, we, we were going party pace. <laughs> <laughs> See how I did that. See what I did there. So I love you. <laughs> um, oh gosh. Okay. So I don't know. Pay attention, I, Reed. I know. So, <laughs> My beef with party pace. So I have nothing against the actual term. It's when the term is used as the only descriptor for the pace of a ride. Um, you know, I think party pace 
means different things to mo well i think at its core it means the same thing um of you know you're going at a relaxed pace you're being social you're taking breaks to take pictures or snack or swim or whatever the problem is we all ride at different speeds and different yeah. styles and so when a group ride is advertised as party pace i don't know whose party pace that is mm -hmm. um because i am slow i love group rides but i'm real comfortable on road going 10 to 12 miles an hour gravel that falls way back to seven to eight miles an hour mm -hmm. yep um and i have been left behind on so many party pace rides and then you know they stop and they wait for you but by the time you get there it's like cool let's move on to the next stop so i don't know if i could change one more thing about the bike industry because i I don't want to like toot my own horn, but I think I've changed a couple of things. I mean, you can toot your horn. You can, I'll do it for you, actually. Toot, toot. Yeah, you have changed at least a couple of things about the bike industry. Uh, it would be that we stop describing the pace of a ride as party pace. You can say it's going to be like, you know, 11 to 13 mile an hour party pace or party pace style where yeah. we're going to hang out uh, with lots of stops. But party pace does not tell me how fast you're going to go and if I'm going to be able to breathe or not. Well, and I would say, because I had not heard that until you, you told me that you hated it. Um, but now and, do you see it everywhere? Well, I do see it everywhere. And I'm thinking, if I had heard it before anybody had talked to me about it, if I hear party, I hear, like, intense, like, loud music, like, let's get crazy. So I would have immediately assumed this is going to be too much for me. Like, oh, interesting. I would have just immediately jumped to this is an intense ride. Like, you guys, it's going to be different than, like, a let's go 25 to 30 miles an hour and for 900 miles, but it's still going to be more than I would ever want to do. Yeah. Uh, so I now vehemently agree with you that it's just a terrible description for, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm unless not... you add, cause I heard for the first time also this weekend, uh, somebody say we're going to do party pace today, which means eight to 10 miles an hour. And I was like, ah, okay. If yeah. you did that for me, that'd be fine. But to just throw party pace out there it's like nah um while i'm on my soapbox can i continue talking about Please. this absolutely okay so another one of my pet peeves okay we could do a whole article on my pet peeves in okay. the bike world not Great. article episode episode um pet peeves that'd be a good episode it, maybe we will maybe actually we be should. fun to have people write in about their pet peeves <gasps> yep. and then we could either say you're being a jerk or <laughs> yes that is a great pet peeve <laughs> what is it am, am i, I the, the asshole? asshole yes yeah we should do that on our show right let's us. please yeah podcast at allbodiesonbikes.com yeah. and let us know am i the asshole give us your pet peeves <laughs> so yes. am i the asshole um i hate when rides are described as beginner intermediate advanced mm -hmm. when there's also no description of what that means yep like i want to be very clear there's nothing wrong with being a beginner yeah. um beginners are wonderful but beginner does not necessarily mean slow um as a slower rider I'm often in the quote unquote beginner groups, um, which is fine. But sometimes I don't want to break behind somebody when I'm, you know, flying down a gravel road. Yeah. Um, I want to ride with experienced folks. And actually that's a topic I want to talk about. Okay. It's kind of the challenge with all bodies on bikes being beginner friendly, but also a safe, inclusive space for more experienced riders. So let's talk yeah. about that next. Okay. Anyway, um, if you're a ride leader or you want to lead a ride, um, just be specific about what pace you're going to go at mm -hmm. and what skills are expected. Yeah. You know, because it could be a, an 8 to 10 mile an hour uh, ride with technical single track. Yeah. And somebody might see, if you say beginner, what does that even mean? Like, if it's a road ride, do you need to be able to stay in a pace line? Do you need to be comfortable riding on highways? Like, 
use your dang words people Communicate. yeah and yeah. like i would consider myself a pretty advanced cyclist like i've done i've ridden all over the world i've done some cool shit but I'm not going to show up to an advanced ride necessarily if, unless yeah. I know what the pace is going to be. Yep. So those are my pet peeves. Okay. <laughs> Fantastic. That was not on our list of topics to talk about. But you know, but... you got to, when it, when the moment strikes. Yeah. Do you have any bicycling pet peeves? Oh, I have another one if you don't. Okay. I have one. Let's hear it. I have exactly one. And mine is DNF. Okay. Um, because. What does I... DNF mean? Oh yeah, you're right. Uh, DNF means did not finish. Okay. So like I, that's a little more race specific, but it is still a pet peeve because my thing is most of the people that end up getting a did not finish did it because uh, either maybe they had like an accident of some kind, they got out there and their body was just not feeling it. And so to say did not finish you you successfully today realize that you were going to put yourself in danger yeah. if you went any or farther challenge yourself or, yeah yeah um so my thing is i'm i'm fine with the letters but i want to switch it to did not fail because uh, you did not fail to realize that you could not go further without causing yourself bodily harm yeah you did not fail to realize that you needed to stop after you like fell on some rocks by a bridge while you were sitting still which i did yesterday um <laughs> But, and then you went home. We were going to keep going. And, yep. Um, I insisted multiple times that I go back with you. And then yeah. you were like, no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and exactly. I let you go. And I, we you kept riding. Yeah. And I, you, you did not fail <laughs> to keep going and have a really good ride. I did not fail to do what was comfortable for me. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, that did not finish just really takes me off. Uh, yeah. From start to finish. Because there are some like highly elite cyclists who have to stop sometimes yeah. for reasons and then there are people who are in the back of the pack and for other reasons or yeah. the same reasons exactly. can't do it and so i just I, don't, I hate it yeah um that reminds me of my trip to mexico last year when i was trying to do the cape loop portion of the baja divide i got one day in and was like i am so far in over my head um but i made the best of it i went to cabo and got a cheap airbnb for the week and the best week of my year <laughs> i remember reading your captions very carefully to be like is she being really hard on herself for this or oh no she just like chill about it because i was gonna, i was gonna be like listen listen no <laughs> i ended up like making no yeah uh, not even lemonade out of lemons i made like what's my favorite drink uh well it's boring to say Lacroix, but i made Lacroix <laughs> out of lemons and had the best week yeah i actually uh have i told you my timeshare experience I don't. <laughs> so this is how I afforded the trip. Okay. Uh, <laughs> this podcast is going all over this place. This week. Uh, Listen, you know. But so I, I had been, I had budgeted for the trip to basically be camping. Now, are you getting ready to try to sell me a timeshare? No. Okay. Continue I'm your story you then. Secret to, uh, <laughs> okay. Cheap travel. All right. If you're willing to sit through some bullshit. Oh heck yeah. Uh, <laughs> we love cheap travel. So I had budgeted basically to be camping and. You know, bikepacking, oh, yeah. once you have the equipment, is a pretty, a fairly cheap way to travel. Yeah. You know, you buy food, and then on the Baja Divide, you can kind of wild camp in a lot of different places. So, needless to say, I had not budgeted very much money for this trip. So, I got to Cabo, and I was like, damn, this place is expensive. I'd been there before, but um, I was by myself, and they kept, like, trying to sell me time chairs with, like, these incentives. I was like, snorkeling, ATV ride, camel ride. And finally, I was like, you know what? I'm not doing anything tomorrow morning. I'm going to spend my morning at a timeshare presentation and then I'm going to get as many free activities as I can. Uh, and it worked. I had to say, no. I got really good at saying no. Okay. Um, those presentations are a great place to practice saying no to people. Interesting. All right. Uh, but, 
I ended up getting a snorkeling trip, $100 cash, an ATV ride, and a camel ride. That's amazing. <laughs> that is amazing. So, um, and I did not buy a timeshare. There you go. So, yes, I did. I ended up having an incredible week in Cabo when I met back up with my friends who had done the rest of the loop. I think they also had an incredible time, but it was just a different kind of fun. Yeah. And I still would like to go down and try and do it because um, there's some areas that are just stunning. Yeah. But um, that trip was not in the books and it was not a DNF. It was a did not fail to have a good time. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, wait, can I give you one other pet peeve I would before love, we I would love that. move on yes. to what? I don't know. but <laughs> Something. Oh, I remember what we're going to talk about next. Because you said something and I've already forgotten. Yep. It's all good, though. I actually okay, remembered. Good. Great. Uh, <laughs> my other pet peeve is when, you know, whenever I put something up on Instagram about how hard a ride was or how long it took me or how whatever it was, there's inevitably somebody who says, well, you did more than the people on the couch. And I hate that. It like, and I, but without getting into it too much, it gets into the good fatty trope of it's okay that I'm fat because I exercise or it's okay that, you know, um, basically like there's something more good more better yeah better about me because i'm out riding a bike than somebody who's not and i hate that yeah if you want to sit on the couch sit on the dang couch if you have a like medical reason for sitting on the couch yeah you're welcome to sit on the couch even if you don't yeah we all yeah. deserve to rest absolutely and if that's what you want to do fuck i love like oh <laughs> hello <laughs> Hello. She I said love duck. We're talking about ducks. Duck. I love the couch. I love a good duck. Yeah. Anyway, that's another <laughs> of my pet peeves. I just think it's really ableist yeah. and um, would love it if folks stopped making that comparison. Yeah. Because everybody deserves rest. Yes, absolutely. Okay. This, this isn't bike centric, but piggybacking off of that. Yeah, please. Also, can we stop referring to specific foods as good or bad? Oh. Because, like, sweet, food has no value. Moses. Yes. You didn't earn that cupcake. Yep. You just exactly because you're a human. You I can work eat at a, a place cupcake? that has donuts, and the number of people that walk up to me and go, "I'm trying to be good. I can't have a donut." I just want to be like, "Did you have you hit anyone with your car today?" No, you're good. Have a donut. Like this donut is not going to make you go out into the parking lot and slap a stranger. Please eat your donut. Okay. I'm just standing I'm up now. because I okay. uh, need to. Okay. <laughs> well, good. Um, right. Actually, what are we going to talk about? I, uh, we're going to talk about kind of the, the challenge of creating beginner-friendly experiences. Yes. And when I say beginner-friendly, I'm talking true beginners and wanting to have a space for, you know, folks who want to ride 100 miles or who want to have a community to go on a really challenging bikepacking trip. Yeah. And I don't think we've quite figured out that balance yet, aside from, like, overly communicating expectations of, like, here's what to expect on this. But that's a really important part of All Bodies on Bikes is, like... Yeah we're not just for beginners yeah absolutely so uh, I, mean, I forget what I, else i was going to say about that okay. but great yeah oh actually what it means what it what it means what it means what it means what it, um is that you know as our chapters are planning these rides and doing these uh programming um there's going to be a variety of stuff to come um one of our leaders sarah from kansas city um is an excellent mountain biker and turns out an excellent mountain bike coach um, okay. And so we're looking to get her level one certified so she can teach clinics. Um, yeah. There's just all sorts of really cool stuff. Um, trying to think about, uh, sounds like Chicago and New York City will be supporting some of their local rides because um, it's hard to plan a big group ride in some of those big cities. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, long story short, we're not monolithic. 
gonna be yeah. a good time. Yeah. So I think I figure. Well, let me ask you. Actually, did you kind of come into this weekend thinking it was gonna be very one laned? Like, here's how you do group rides because group rides are the things that we're gonna do. No. Okay. All right. Um. So that was actually very intentional. Of we want to practice mountain bike riding. We want to practice green rides. We want to, um, you know, talk about how to lead rides in different areas. Yeah. Because we, I mean, some I'm in a rural area, rural-ish. Um, obviously, our Chicago chapter, it's their not. rides are going to look different than what's happening in Albuquerque or what's happening in Charlotte. Yeah. Um, and so that was a big part of the weekend was kind of playing out all those different scenarios um, empowering folks that they can make the right decisions for their community. Yeah. Um, and knowing that like, just cause I'm the executive director and like Kaylee is our board president. And that was like, this is our vision. It is not the Marley and Kaylee show. Right. Like you guys know our values, you know, our guiding principles, you know how to do this now take it and run. Yeah. It kind of feels like sending your baby out into the world and like letting them come into their own. Yeah. So I personally am really scared of babies. So every time you said that this weekend, I was like, oh, God, don't worry about the baby. <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay. Um, so I guess, you know, as we're wrapping up, it's going to be a little bit of a shorter episode this week. Um, let's talk about how folks can get connected to the chapters. Yes. Um, so I guess let's use Charlotte as an example. Okay. Um, what do the next couple months look like for you? Do you have any ideas of what programming you want to do? Oof. Um, we've got a couple things going on in Charlotte. Um, my next steps are going to be to get, uh, clicked in with some of the groups that are already happening in my area, just more for support for each other. Um, so I have, I'm going to meet with leaders from other local rides, uh, bike shops in the area. So we can just kind of get a network going of, Hey, I've got a ride this weekend. Can somebody come help me lead it or any of the other positions we talked about for group rides this weekend. Um, I also, I am not comfortable enough on mountain biking yet to lead rides, but which is fine. Yep. Leading meetups. Yeah. Cause there are good rides in our area. And yep. so specifically I'm located near the U S national whitewater center and they do a ride once a month and there's live music after. Oh, awesome. And so yeah. throw a tent up somewhere and be like, you guys go do the ride however you want to do the ride. I'm going to do it how I want to do it. But when yep. you get back, just go straight to the tent. We'll hang out, listen to music and just have a good time. Yeah. So. And I think that's part of the power of All Bodies on Bikes Yep, is the partnerships that we're able to bring to this because Absolutely. I think there's a lot of groups out there looking to be more inclusive, um, but it can be hard, yeah. um, you know, figuring out exactly how to do it or the best practices. And so um, you know, if you've got an org that you are like, Hey, we'd love to partner with you, reach out. Yeah. Um, so that's on my to-do list is basically to add contact information for all of our local chapters yeah. to the website. Um, like I said, we've got 12 chapters, Everybody's um, got Instagrams. Yep. They all, have, all got Instagram. So it's all bodies on bikes underscore city. Um, and so we'll put links to all of our chapters in the show notes. Yeah. Um, but also I would just ask that you be patient. You know, all of these folks are volunteers. Um, ideally we'd love to pay our chapter leaders one day, but got to figure out how to write some grants first. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or if you want to donate to us, that donate button is hey! on the, uh, the website. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, oh, where was I going with that? Oh yeah. My task is to get the website updated. I have a, a lot to do. Um, yeah. But I'm really excited to kind of have some structure and be able to go with this. Yeah. Um, so yeah, reach out to our chapters. Um, we'd love to have you involved. 
Um, and let's wrap up. Let's do it. Um, me and Maggie talked about this because we already know the question, the last two. Right. We're, we're switching it up. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna, Maggie, yes. what was your favorite bike ride we did this weekend? Favorite bike ride this weekend. I am going to forget everything we did because we're talking about it. Um, <laughs> I think... I think it was when we went out and did the mountain group and the Greenway group. Uh, I was with the Greenway group and just had, I first of all am lightly obsessed with that section of Greenway here in Bentonville. Mm, down at Kohler? Yeah. Uh, so that was, uh, it's a place I really like to ride and then just good people, chill pace. Everybody was chatting back and forth. We were it was finally sunny. It. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and then coffee at the end which is always the best way to in make me enjoy a ride <laughs> so that was probably my favorite yeah what about you what was your favorite ride this weekend oh my gosh it was such a pleasure to be, just be able to show off kind of my home to folks mm -hmm. um, my one regret is that we didn't get down into slaughter pen at all okay so there's like two main um trails there's a bunch of trails but two main ones slaughter pen and like the Kohler area and because of the programming we were doing it just made more sense to be in Kohler um Anyway, my favorite ride, because um, folks will be like, wow, where'd you ride? Was, hmm, <laughs> hmm. honestly, actually, probably, no, the first day when we took everybody down, um, well, some folks went out to Hobbs and rode Car Sloop, yep. um, and some folks came down to Kohler with me to check it out, and we did one of the um, fairly easy single tracks yeah, that goes did. over a creek crossing. And it was just so fun to watch these folks getting after it, you know, first or second time on a mountain bike, um, just sending it through this water crossing. Yeah. Um, we'll have some footage of it up on the, our Instagram. Um, but just seeing delight in people's faces and getting out of their comfort zone. Uh, one of our leaders, Shana from Chicago, um, at the beginning of the weekend, we set intentions for, you know, what, what we were hoping for, our goals. Yeah. And hers was to get out of her comfort zone. And she told us repeatedly, hey, guys, this has been amazing. You know, I really have been able to get out of my comfort zone. But I think just watching that happen and kind of seeing the delight was my favorite part. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. My question for you, Maggie, okay. is you got to play us three different concerts, <laughs> which yes. was amazing. Yeah. Um, how did that feel? What does music mean to you? Um, you know, and what are your takeaways from this weekend? Yeah. Um, playing was great. Uh, we, cause it was, it was also fun cause it was three very different types of things. Um, first night was just kind of hanging out and people would call out songs that I didn't know and I would try to play them so we could all sing together. If I didn't know it, people would just sing it by themselves, which was great. Um, second night we did the the more official concert. There was sound equipment and crazy stuff with the band True Lions. Right, True Lions. <laughs> Eli's band. Yes. Uh, and then the third night was around a campfire, which is just spectacular in this really cool setup that you guys can see. Yeah. If you're watching this, you We're so you should. House. Um, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, my favorite part of it, and honestly, kind of answering what music means to me, my favorite song that I've ever written. I played while we were here uh, at the campfire and there were only like six of us at the time, but everybody was like milling around and talking, which I like, but I played my favorite song and we turned the lights out. So it's just the moon and the fire and just everybody just kept getting quiet until it was completely silent, except for just like 
bird sounds and the wind rustling in the trees and me singing my favorite song by a fire. Uh, and that, that is music to me. Um, the ability to, I love people milling around, but the ability to sing something that makes everybody just kind of stop and collectively catch their breath. And then when we're done with this moment, we'll go back to life. But for right now, there's just this and we're good. Uh, I wish you all could have been here for it. It really was magical. It was a great time. Yeah. It was a really, really good time. Yep. And I teased it, but stick around till the end. We'll have some audio from Maggie. Um, and then you all should go follow them on Spotify. On Spotify. Spotify. On Spotify. She's just leaning into her Southern because she knows I'm from North Carolina. Hey, y'all. Just trying to make sure you I understand what you're talking about. I actually this weekend did find myself like <laughs> coming out with an accent a couple times. And I was like, what is happening? What is going on? It's been a year. <laughs> okay. And my final question for you. What does getting the nonprofit status, what does that mean to you? Gosh it legitimizes it mm -hmm. um i think it just makes real all this work that we've been doing over the past couple of years and i think it means that this vision and this goal and this idea that everybody deserves to find joy on a bike will live on beyond me mm. you know um who knows i might want a different career someday um i don't know what I'm doing as far as leading a nonprofit. Uh, <laughs> I had a whole previous career before this and it was not in nonprofit world. Like yeah. I've been on boards, but I really don't know what I'm doing. So I think it gives us the ability to tap into resources to just spread the mission and impact so many more people's lives. I think the other thing too is I'm, I'm going to be frank. I'm really excited to get a salary from this because I think it'll make it easier for me to treat it like a real job yeah. and get it to where it needs to be because so far it has been a labor of love and um, other things have taken priority. Um, and now it's like, no, this is real. Yeah. Um, yeah. So just really, really excited for that. Um, really excited to start writing some grants and hopefully getting some funding and uh, just expanding programming. Yeah. So I think ideally it's just going to open doors to getting more folks on bikes yeah, so fantastic yeah and then i lied i'm gonna ask you a second last please i love talking you <laughs> we haven't asked you yet you get to talk about all bodies on bikes and bikes all the freaking time what do you wish you got to talk about more oh lord not bikes no <laughs> that's what i figured um <laughs> And it's totally fair. I'm not going to lie. Like a lot of times people will come up to me. I'm going to, I'm such a jerk. People will come up to me no. at events and want to talk about gear ratios or the number of teeth on their chain ring. And like, I am not a gear guy. I yeah. don't like, I love my equipment. I love my sponsors. I trust them to help me make the choices yeah. that are going to make my bike run. I don't want to talk about those intricacies. I will help you find a bike. Mm -hmm. We can chat about rides. But I would also love to talk about sustainability or farming or the weather or my dogs or yeah. you name it. Yeah. Just literally any other aspect of being yeah. a person. Yeah. <laughs> because I, I think the biggest challenge with becoming a bike influencer or kind of famous in our weird little corner of the world is that it does just kind of, it bikes are my fun. They're my career. They're everything. Yeah. And sometimes I don't want to talk about it. I still want to ride it because I love riding bikes, Yeah, but I just don't want to talk about it. Right. 
Um, I hope that wasn't too snarky. No, I don't think so. I figured that was the answer that you knew should get to talk about oh, the other things you like. I would also like. love to talk about cooking or sourdough or oh, yeah, um, okay. gardening yeah. or. Yeah, you got a nice garden. I do. Yeah. It's. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Ask Marley about her garden. You should ask me about my garden. Always. It's going really well. Yeah. Yeah. Except this is the last thing I'm going to say and then we're going to close out. Okay. Um, actually, this isn't relevant at all. But right. my garden, I realized yesterday because I was out there and like things are really starting to sprout out. I planted a bunch of seeds. I didn't label anything. So I have no idea. <laughs> it's going to be it's it's, gonna be a surprise. It's we my chaos surprise garden. garden. <laughs> yes. Uh, the big, the big challenge of that though garden. is like there's things I want to add in there, but I'm not sure if there's their seeds or if they're weeds or <laughs> if there's nothing down it's there. A surprise chaos garden. We love that for you. Yeah. And we're going to eat out of it all summer long. <laughs> so um, on that note, please subscribe. Yes. Share us with a friend. Yeah. Rate us, review us, give our sponsors uh, some love because they yeah. make the show possible. Absolutely. And go to allbodiesonbikes.com to learn more about what we're up to. Yeah. Instagram. Follow us there. Just find us on all the things. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. We're everywhere. We might even try and put this episode on YouTube. Yeah. Because we did record it. Did. I'm looking Hello. at the camera. We'll see if it's ah. on or not. Hey. <laughs> and a huge shout out to Rick James. Um, yes. For letting Rick us use James. his backyard and hosting our after party this weekend. Heck yeah. So, and to all of our chapter leaders, thank you for everything. Huzzah. Uh, thank you to People for Bikes and REI for yeah. the money to make the retreat possible. Uh, to Fat Tire for all the beer. Cool. Um, and to visit Bentonville for um, hosting us yeah. and giving us sweet little swag bags. Get this in the swag bag. Sorry, I just keep nope, talking. It's fine. <laughs> We're great. I love it. This is a beautiful day. I'm oh, here for Lord. an I hour long. I know. You have to drive back to North Carolina, though. I do. It's going to be great. Um, in the swag bag. So visit Bentonville gave us these real cute little swag bags. And uh, there was sealant in there. Yeah. Like, in what other town would they have, like, a little thing of sealant? Like, can you imagine if you didn't ride bikes and you get this bag and you're like, <laughs> stands, no tubes. Yep. Why did they give me glue? Yeah. That's definitely what it looks <laughs> and like. And actually, now that I say that out loud, they knew we were a bike group coming to town, so maybe that's why we got it. But still. But anyway, we're very grateful. Yes. Thank you, Visit Bentonville. Thank you to everyone. And uh, that's a wrap. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so this is wow. our this is our chapter leader song.
is an All Bodies on Bikes podcast powered by Feisty Media. The show is produced by Maggie and Marley and edited by the team at Feisty Media. Thanks for listening.